just whacking it normally. <laughs> Welcome to Seeds and Their People. I'm Chris Bolden Newsom, farmer and co-director of Sankofa Farm at Bartram's Garden in sunny southwest Philadelphia. And I'm Owen Taylor, seed keeper and farmer at True Love Seeds. We're a seed company offering culturally important seeds grown by farmers who are committed to cultural preservation, food sovereignty, and sustainable agriculture. This podcast is supported by True Love Seeds and now also you. If you'd like to support our storytelling and seed keeping, you can do so at patreon.com slash trueloveseeds. And thank you so much to our newest patron member, Shomriel. This episode features Sharif Saifullah and Hani White of Haikal's Garden. Originally from Java, Indonesia, they have been growing food and flowers in their yard in South Philadelphia for the past 13 years. Their garden is named for their middle son, Haikal, who you will hear at the end of the episode answering questions from our son, Brian. They published a children's book in Indonesian and English about Sharif and Haikal's work in their garden, and the two of them were recently featured on a mural at one of our favorite restaurants in Philadelphia, Hardina. The mural lifts up the Indonesian immigrant experience showcasing traditional design, dance, weaving, and more, along with depictions of life in Philadelphia. This episode, we're not going to answer any listener questions, and we're going to just briefly mention why we really enjoyed this particular episode, so that we can get right to it. Well, this was a, a very exciting uh, interview, not least because we uh, know this family. We uh, knew Hani first. She's just such a wonderful uh, and, and, and loving presence. And then to meet her wonderful husband, uh, and son, hi, Carl. I think that for me, one of the things that I really liked uh, about this, I love food stories and I love it that, you know, she talks so much about food and it's interesting, the dynamic that he talks a lot about the agricultural aspect, the horticultural aspect, uh, and, 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 and Hani does as well. But, uh, Hani really goes into the food and does such a brilliant job, uh, de describing the lovely products that are made from some of their traditional foods. And I was struck by, um, you know, again, how many of the foods of Indonesia, at least the ones that she mentioned, and I'm sure many more, are really also shared by people of the African diaspora. You know, uh, my my uh, heart lit up to hear that uh, that they eat uh, the spinach and the the amaranth uh, that's also known as kalalu uh, in 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 Jamaica. Uh, and I guess they eat the red version of it. But either way, that was very exciting, and just you know, just just some of the really really uh, interesting uh, ways that they prepare the foods. And I love Indonesian food. And so it was uh, a really a gift to hear a little bit more about how some of it was made and, and its importance in Indonesian um, family life and, and, and culture. Some of those African-Asian connections also include the long bean, which is an African species, mm -hmm. Vigna 
Unguiculata that kind of made its way over thousands of years east and became the long bean from the black eye pea. The bitter melon is an African species, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the bitter melon, I was going to say that. And if I'm not mistaken, they use the same uh, variety of bitter melon that is uh, used uh, largely in the African diaspora. I always call it the uh, African or the Indian um, bitter melon, but it's a spiky one um, as opposed to sort of the the, the smooth um, brain-like one that is uh, eaten throughout a lot of East Asia. I was also... Very glad uh, to hear you know, the really touching uh, stories about uh, the father farmers, because that really applies to us uh, as dads who are farmers as well. And it made me think of my dad, who is a farmer, of course, and his father and all the way back and, and your grandfather, Owen. But just to hear this uh, uh, beautiful description of the role of men in teaching their kids, you know, in this case, their sons, the power of farming, uh, of honoring and reverencing the earth. Uh, and that is being a part, uh, you know, sort of, of, of their work uh, as, as, as complete uh, men in the world to provide for and take care of and, and to care for uh, the earth while providing, you know, these crops uh, for their families. That was very touching to me. And it meant a lot uh, to hear that. Um, Brother Sharif is such a, a humble and honorable man as well. So to hear those stories and, and to connect them to him and his own really powerful life story, of which we only got a tidbit, that for me was very remarkable. Yeah, one note. I wanted the listeners to hear Sharif's voice in this episode. So I left his voice when speaking Indonesian. Uh, his answers are brief. And Hani elaborates and interprets them so beautifully. So please enjoy. Now we're going to transport you to their backyard garden, where we sat surrounded by beloved plants and the ambiance of a South Philly neighborhood of brick row homes. We start our interview talking about a green vining plant called Chinchao, or Cyclea barbata. So we made drinks like this, like gelatinous, uh, green stuff. Um, let me see. What's the gelatinous stuff? Uh, from, oh, the from the leaves. Yeah. 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 I don't really like call it gelatin because when you talk about gelatin, you think about a pig and a cow. Like this is like totally from a plant, right? But like it's uh, it's totally like a gelatin. They just translate it as a jelly, like a grass jelly, green grass jelly. Uh, but we call it chinchao. Yeah, C-I-N-C-A-U. And it's very popular throughout Southeast Asia. It's it's really uh, good for like uh, family activities. Usually we have the our kids harvest it and we uh, mash it with our hands together and uh, they enjoy it so much. Sometimes we just make the entire plan, like uh, we take everything and then it, it, they grow it in the next couple days, like in a week, even like the young leaves already shut out. So sometimes summertime we do it three, four times and it's really good drinks for summer, very refreshing, very calming. And a lot of time when uh, people uh, have a stomach problem. Mm, does it yeah. make flowers and seeds here? 
we got the seed from Indonesia, but it's actually you could uh, cut it and uh, grow it from the cutting. Yeah, so uh, the potential of kind of like have a more and more is actually amazing from the cutting. It's actually faster than from the seed. Oh, well, if you ever have extra cuttings, I would love to yeah, grow some. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, let's hear who, we're, who we are. Uh, I'd love to, if you could share your names and nama. tell us a little bit about where we are right now. Di mana sekarang? Okay. Uh, nama saya, uh, my name, nama saya Syari Saifullah. My name is Syari Saifullah. Uh, I'm from Indonesia, from Java. Java, uh, Magelang. Uh, I live now in Philadelphia. My name is Hani. I'm a Sharif wife, mother of three. We've been here in South Philadelphia since 2001. And of course, when he came to United States, he came to Los Angeles. I landed in Florida. We do not know each other. Then he traveled to a multiple different states for work. I moved to Philadelphia and 13 years ago, we get married and we start our garden together. Wow, and how did you two meet? How we met? The yeah. masjid. Yeah. I met the masjid. <laughs> yeah, we met through our mosque. We have a lot of gathering. Uh, it's actually a very funny story because like uh, his mom actually uh, calling him back he uh, yes. yeah back then back it's he's like his mm -hmm. mom say like sharif coming back home you've been in united states for so long mm -hmm. i miss you and it's time for you to get married mm -hmm. right and uh, and he's like okay mommy he's like a, such a good uh, family uh, person and then he tell that story to our imam which is like the pastor of the mosque right it's like hey i'm going home to indonesia my mom missed me uh, she have girl for me to marry and it's like i it's time to say goodbye to everyone right and the the imam say like wait you want to go home because you miss your mom or you want to go home because you want to get married it's like all of that right and it's like okay which one is the priority and uh, he's like I don't know. And the Imam said, like, if you want to get married, you don't need to go home. There is plenty of available ladies in this community. Yeah. And, and he was like, who's available? I don't see anyone available. And I meet the uh, honey. Uh, I just like uh, puasa. I uh, lived here a long time ago. Right? And then I never have a, a girlfriend. And then after that, I want to nikahin kamu ibadah. So what he says basically, I guess the priority is uh, the marriage because my mom think that I'm old enough. If I do not get married, I will never ever get married. And uh, the imam say like, oh, if that's the case, there is plenty of available. And um, he say that like, um, I've been doing fasting, meaning that fasting that like he never have any sex. He's basically uh, restricted himself. He reserved himself for the right person. And um, then he said that like, okay, if you think as an imam, this is something that I really need to do, then uh, show me the way. Uh, this is maybe my, my way to find my uh, soulmate and 
we end up married uh, after like a, a couple weeks after that conversation with Imam. Wow, a couple weeks later. A couple weeks later. Yeah. Wow, and look we... at you now, beautiful life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, he's, he's really bold. He's like, when, when first time we met, he's like, hey, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm looking for a wife. Like the first time we kind of like really have a coffee together, he's like, I just want to be straightforward. Would you be my wife? And I was like, look at him. I'm like, you do not know me and I do not know you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm almost running away. <laughs> But he's like, this is the ultimatum from my mom and from the imam. And I was like, in Indonesia, we respected our parents a lot. We respected our imam a lot. So when he say that, it's like such a weight, right? Such a... Like weight doesn't mean that like it's a bad weight. It's yeah. such an honor. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. This is like a really he's telling such an honor and like it's like a gift, right? So he's like, here is my gift. It's your choice to either take it, unwrap it, or just no, thank you. That gift is not for me. So I tell him to give me couple couple days and turn to become couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. And then I have a dr multiple dreams. Basically, I call for the universe. I'm like I'm praying a lot. I'm like, is this a real a real gift or it just is it some just some uh, crazy dude that like get ultimatum from his mom, <laughs> right? And it's just weird that how the universe kind of like tell me like move forward. It's okay. You'll be fine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That is very beautiful. I love when the dreams tell us where to go. It's so, I know, right? Yeah. And the moms. And, and the moms. And the, and yeah. the moms. The moms like, come home now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that you would be in in the midst of these beautiful gardens as part of this deal? <laughs> so it's so funny, right? Uh, he was living with his. Siapa uh, namanya? Uh, a young uh, Umar, Umar. Umar, Umar yeah, uh, So he has like a uh, African American, a very wise old gentleman. He's like 78 now, yeah, something like, that, yeah, like yeah. almost 80, right? So he's been living with this gentleman, like renting a couch for him because he do not want to live in South Philly because he's he like greenery so much so it's in around like a upper derby ed, uh, area so very quiet have yeah. a lot of greenery he want to live in that kind of area yeah. because he think that South Philly is so so much concrete so less yeah. green so busy yeah. I don't want it I want to be somewhere like a lot of green and uh, then I purchased this home 2005, 2006, and I do nothing. It's just like the neighbor, just like grass, right? Nothing. Driving up here, I came all the way up 32nd Street. Right. And it's just grass, 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 yeah. grass, grass. Brick row houses, right. mostly, yeah. and grass, grass, grass. And then I knew where I was at your house. Because, <laughs> because it's covered in beautiful <laughs> plants, the lilac, the hostas, yeah. the, all the, the peonies. Right, you know. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and then... Um, came here and he start looking and he's like there is so much that we could do here i'm like so much what is it he start with one row over yeah, one, here one step by step, step, by step. step. Right. one meter one, one meter one meter two meter three meter uh, like each year a little more yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah a little bit. but like uh, 
the third year he start like uh, finish the entire side and this part and uh, like uh, we do not know how to grow yeah, thing in a different country we know how to grow a little thing in Indonesia mm -hmm. but because his love of uh, greens and he loves of plan mm -hmm. And you just learn from YouTube, right? YouTube and then uh, autodidak belajar langsung. And yeah, and trial and error, basically. Yes, lar error, error. One year, I try, 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 error, error, but just too much thing, thing, thing. Yeah. Selalu uh, gagal, aku ulangi yeah, lagi. Yeah, even though it's not successful, he's like repeating yeah. the process and just try multiple different way. Yeah. This area is a very, like a, back then, it's like, um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Section 8 high-rise building area. Back then they call it Tasker House. So it's like three high-rise building, sec all Section 8, and then they knock it down. They made it as a Grace Ferry Estate. They changed the concept instead of like one concentrated Section 8 area, they blend it to homeowner section eight homeowner section eight so you did all of this over how many years gosh 13 years 13, 13, 13 years 13 yes years. and so you didn't come to america knowing already how to grow things you learned no to plant here no. yeah i plant here yeah uh, that's I, right. I don't know the plan uh, uh I, I am the plant the seed almost just try and error right and then i was by Go to somewhere, buy, uh, like two things like this. I show you. Okay, wait. Uh, just simple, just like this. And then I have the seed from the like my country, right? Yeah. Uh, and then different. The organic. I apply where the better. And then I try. That way, only like two months, so quick, and then already have the uh, apa panen apa? Buahnya, hasilnya. Oh, the flowers. A flower, and then have the harvest, two months. But uh, I see the, my slave. No, this better a uh, long time, like three months, four months, but it's too much. This is a little bit, uh, jadi banyak, banyak hasilnya dari organic. Oh, okay. So basically what he tried to say is like during this 13 years, he sometimes comparing uh, the seed that he grow, uh, the plant that he grew from seeds or the plant that he purchased from a, a store right yeah. and then yeah. see like which one that he could grow uh, faster better yeah. and yeah. like uh, even though sometimes uh, one is a faster but not necessarily give abundance as mm. the other one mm. so he he always keep open mind yes. like um, trying multiple different ways on how to grow and then I, I always buy two Mm -hmm. Two from the another store, and then for me two, and then I give me compost. One the compost, one no compost, uh, and then me do it myself. Mm. One the compost, no compost. Where the better? Okay, science, <laughs> science experiments. Yes, <laughs> and then then the compost. Where the better? Not compost. Where the better? Like this, and then uh, now I know everything. <laughs> yeah. And you teach people through your YouTube, correct? Yes, yes. Because now nah, I just so funny. A lot of people, the many many people. Uh, American and, and Indonesian uh, from Indonesian here learning about the garden because not easy uh, for season and then every ask me me don't know why can I and I learning and before we don't have YouTube I just go to Facebook I reading and then same thing everybody ask same thing and then 
apa habis gitu uh, yeah. jadi capek so basically he said Bilang. that like a lot of Indonesian that live in United States yeah. he posts a lot in Facebook yes. and his friends start commenting and, and then start tanya. asking question yeah. right it's like oh you grow that that's amazing teach me how and yeah, he wrote and answer every question and, and then he said that like more people coming in yeah. and ask and he's like Oh my god, I was so tired just asking yeah. all your uh, <laughs> yeah. answering all your question. And then he start uh, he start thinking that like how about if I just record all the question yeah. and then put it in YouTube so then, anybody asks it's like okay like watch my YouTube yes, like instead of like, keep on no, answering, no. right? Yes. Yeah. What what are like one or two of the most common questions from Indonesians living in America about gardening? Pertanyaannya apa tuh yang rata-rata oh, biasanya? Pertanyaannya itu rata-rata tanya cara bercocok tanamnya. Oh, Karena di Indonesia itu kan empat mus- uh, dua yeah, musim di sini yeah. kan sering mati. Uh-uh. Jadi manajemennya itu udah nggak paham. Uh, kapan pada saat nanam, kapan right, pada saat tidak. Right, 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 right. So mostly is um, because uh, people that come in here is their first generation, right? Just like us, we come here, our mom and dad is from Indonesia. So we have no knowledge of the zoning. We have no knowledge on when to start the seedling and moving it outside. So uh, he basically just telling them what he did. Like, oh, I start the seedling at this month. I start moving it outside. Do they ever ask you where to find certain plants from Indonesia? Pertama tuh tanamnya kan tanam cabai, tap cabai-cabai Amerika, uh, dari Meksiko, dari beli-beli dari apa? Uh, yeah. uh, negara-negara Karibian dulu. Iya, iya, So, they say that like uh, first uh, they kinda like plan whatever available because they want to learn first how to really start. So, it doesn't matter that like oh, uh, I it doesn't matter like oh, is this the cayenne pepper from uh, Mexico or from uh, South America or from Indonesia. The most important thing is like, I know how to start to growing cayenne pepper. And then after that, they start like, oh, I, I really want to, I know how to grow cayenne pepper now. Let's grow with the one from Indonesia. So like that kind of step. How do they find the cayenne pepper from Indonesia? Are there networks in America of Indonesians trading yeah, seeds and plants? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a good question. A uh, lot of people, diaspora, Indonesia live here, many, right? Uh, and then have their club, have their, like Paman Sam and then Garden Sister. Name the Facebook, Paman Sam, and then, uh, then Facebook, the Garden Sister. A lot of uh, people uh, want to uh, uh, belajar, apa sih belajar? Learning about the garden. And then he said, sometimes he from the uh, country and then he uh, give me because uh, dia jarang bisa nanam karena tangannya panas bilang terus kasihin aku gitu loh. <laughs> This is so funny. So what happened is um, uh, in Facebook or uh, in the community they have either WhatsApp group or they have a Facebook group yeah. group and uh, one of it he mentioned like a garden sister garden or Uncle Sam garden. Yeah. That those groups are Indonesian that live in United States that try to grow yeah. their own food or try to have a, like a little tiny garden and uh, a lot of time they went back to Indonesia they 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 went to Indonesia and they're like oh my god I want to grow this I want to grow that and they purchased those seeds and they 
bring it into the United States. They try and all die or yeah, yeah. all not successful. Yeah. And uh, they start feeling so sad and they start feel they start yeah, sharing yeah. at the yeah. at the group and it's like, oh I'm failed, I don't know what happened, maybe I do wrong. And the important thing is they always say this is very Indonesian thing that my hand it translates as my hand is hot. It's like you don't have a green thumb, things like that, right? So, so I don't have a green thumb. My, it's mean that like like in Indonesia, my hand is hot. When it's hot, you kill everything, right? <laughs> so it's like my hand is hot and they start searching on those group who's actually successful and they sow his garden and they end up sending those seeds to him. Uh, it's like, can you try to help me to grow this because my hand is hot, all dead. <laughs> Are you really could grow it? And when he send it to him, yeah, yeah. he start growing it, take picture, and it's grew. And they're like, yeah. no way. Well, well, Indonesian send send the seed for me. There uh -huh. is so like a, there is a, a, a couple of family in Texas, right? Well, yes, yeah, there Texas is a lot first of family time. from Texas. Wow. They try to grow it the first time yeah. and fail like like yeah. total fail and like yeah. and they end up sending so much to us we're like we didn't know what the hell yeah. we were going <laughs> to then, do with this yeah, and then every everybody learning with me and uh, yeah we end up able to grow it we send a picture and some people even came from texas to here they're like this is my seed for real oh my god it's all that i'm like we do not know how to grow in Texas either. Like I, we do not know how it's we could grow it here. What type of seed did they send from Texas? Dari Texas waktu itu dikirimin apa, Mbi? The book. Uh, first the book. The book about the garden. Uh -huh. Oh. The expensive. Right, right. Me. Yeah. The first time. Uh -huh. uh, and then after that, many uh, like a seed, large. Yeah, uh, jenisnya apa? Uh, I forget. Uh, oh, oh, cabe. Oh. Cabe, cabe Indonesia. Right, right, Karena right. Mahal, uh -huh. So they, he said yeah. first. Uh, they send him the books, right? So he's like, yeah. this is the books that I learned from. I give it to you so you could learn it too. And then he sent a lot of cayenne pepper, like a different type of pepper. Like, yeah, you know, in Indonesia, cayenne pepper has like maybe lots of different cayenne pepper. So multiple different cayenne pepper. In Thailand, they call it chili padi, the, the small green uh, chili, yeah. those kind of thing. But we have multiple different uh, variety also, so they send a multiple different those because they say that like it's dead in Texas, so there is no hope in Texas. So let me just send it to you. <laughs> what did you learn that made it successful? That was different from what they were doing with yeah. the bird with Be the beda chili pepper. Bedanya apa, Mbi? Kenapa mereka nggak bisa berhasil? Abi bisa berhasil. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but we always uh, the feel. Kita sabar, semangat, hobi, right. like then like uh, memperlakukan tanaman itu seperti kayak anak gitu loh, dirawat terus gitu loh. Right, right. Yeah. So what he say? This is so funny. He's like you are have such a good question. So he he say like I do not know what make make me successful, but what I know is uh, I don't afraid to do wrong thing, and plus everything I do I always do it with the love i have pa pa uh, passion and patience did i say it right yes. passion and patience and i always uh put my heart into it um but i still do not know what make it successful can i ask a very personal question <clears throat> i'm wondering what role your faith has in your work in the garden okay 
uh, saya ini melatih kesabaran. Uh. Jadi kalau kita ada masalah-masalah, stres segala uh, macam, kita ada uh, uh. ribut dengan istri atau dengan anak kadang-kadang, kita nggak perlu kemana-mana keluar kemana-mana ke kasino, ke apa tuh, tapi dengan garden itu kita tuh hilang semuanya dan melatih kesabaran itu. Right, right. He said that in my faith, um, uh, patience, like you don't need to rush thing, is a big part, right? And uh, is the same principle with gardening, right? And uh, it is same principle with uh, uh, household, husband and wife. So when I garden, I don't need to rush thing. In uh, my faith also, I don't need to rush thing. And uh, it's applied to household as a husband and wife. A lot of people, when they stress out, they go to casino and have fun. For me, I go to my garden and just be patient with yeah, it. Sabar, so uh, patient. Yeah. Um, Really, um, uh, uh, what do you call that in focus, English? Yeah. Uh, uh, not only focus, but also like a, some kind of like a combination between focus and detail oriented, mm. but like a, the the patient way on like n- not an not an instant gratification. Mm. That that's what really connect us between gardening our faith and how we live our life. Mm. Like in God's time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! You put it very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, looking the the two. All ini nggak nggak subur semuanya tanahnya. Uh, yeah, Dan kita yeah. perhatiin tanahnya yeah, juga. Yeah. Gitu. He say also that he yeah. learned from the soil. Like yeah, it's, not, it, it's not easy. It's not a good soil. And it's like life, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not always good. But that's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember how we met? Yeah. Can you can you tell wait, people? Wait 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 wait. How we met? Tell me. <laughs> we met I think five years ago at Sky Cafe. Oh. So we have a friend in Maryland who came with a friend. Uh, she's an herbalist, and she invited I me and we Chris. Met before that. I think that's when we met. Oh my god. <laughs> But we we instantly had a connection with the food and the culture. Oh my god! I need to say thank you to her. What's yeah. her name? Lacey Walker. Oh my God! From Foxhaven Retreat Center right. in Maryland. Me, I had done a workshop there on seeds with Chris, my partner, right. and so she invited us to come to this restaurant, yeah. and we met with you, and you you ordered for us yeah. this huge vegetarian meal, yes. and um, told us all about everything we were eating, right. and about Indonesian food culture, right. and then you took us to Hong Vong. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The Vietnamese grocery next store door. next door and gave us a tour of the vegetables there that were familiar to you. So that's how we met around food and oh culture. Oh God, that's such a beautiful story, right? Yeah. It's meant to be. See, that's another thing that how universe connect us, right? So we got to meet around Indonesian food, and I'm wondering, there's a couple amazing Indonesian restaurants here that we know of. That's our favorite. Yeah. Like we always go to them yeah. as a family because yeah. there's a lot of vegetarian options, yes. and um, it's just so flavored so beautifully. Yes. Like what an amazing flavor palette. Yeah. And I'm wondering from your perspective, you know, what are the most important foods to you that you um, continue to eat here in America? Kangkung. Oh, kangkung. Mana kangkung? Oh, you going to show it? Oh, okay. We're going to show it. Uh, kangkung. Pari. 
pare, oh yeah. bitter melon, yeah. uh, kangkung, kangkung apa lagi? Uh, uh, kacang panjang. Oh the long bean, yeah. that's why we love the long bean. This year we don't grow it. Yeah. yeah. In Indonesia, we ate mostly vegetables. Yeah. Uh, meat very expensive. Yeah. Eggs very expensive, and we came from Java Island, and we're not coming from a. Uh, our city is not uh, where we came from. It's not close to the ocean, so vegetable is a way to go, right? And uh, that, that's why there is so much variety of a veg- vegetarian dishes from Indonesia, and uh, we we have a lot of uh, peanut. Sauce like a multiple different way how to uh, grow peanut and uh, do the sauce with peanuts. So yeah, Cancun, water spinach, Ipomoya aquatica. So Cancun is a highlight for him because yeah. he loves Cancun so much. Yeah, uh, expensive. Here is expensive, yeah. and some state even uh, ban it as illegal. Yeah. Cancun. Cancun is a spinach. Uh, I get the picture because it's still still really small, yeah. but. Um, uh, they call it uh, spinach, but we grow it a different way. Sometimes in Indonesia we grow it in the water. Sometimes we just grow it in the soil. Which one? Oh, water spinach. You, yeah. Water spinach. Water spinach, and and I know it's called ramwang in Vietnamese. Right. Yeah. 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 I said water spinach. It's a it's the cousin to the sweet potato. Right. They have the same flower. Yes. It's very similar. Yes. Yeah. So in some in uh, some other state in the United States, deem it as uh, illegal because when it's grow in the waterways, it sucks a lot of water and uh, really uh, uh, decreased like the water supply at the area. Mm. So um, it, it is illegal. But we grow it here in the uh, in the soil, and uh, yeah. yeah, we we kangkung ate kangkung. Uh, we call it kangkung darat, which yeah. is mean not, that not water, not, not water spinach, yeah. but like land spinach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. It's very succulent. Oh, right? absolutely. It's very tender. Yeah, yeah, we love it. We even eat it raw, uh, like the the tip. Uh, we just eat it raw. We cook it with pepper, onion, and tomato, and we just really cook. We just blanch it, basically cook it really quick and eat it when, while it's still very crunchy. Mm-hmm. I just show you the this is the chili, cayenne pepper, capsicum anum. Harvest shown via photos on a cell phone. Yeah, expensive, wow. very expensive. Here, yeah, I grew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is what you grew. Yeah, yeah, good. You see, like bigger, eh? bigger. You see. So you're holding a large, yeah. uh, like, like catering tray. Yeah. yeah. Aluminum yeah. catering tray filled to the yeah. brim. One of the large one. ones. Small, yeah. small already there. Mm-hmm. This this one, mm-hmm. and the organic bigger, but large. Yeah, those are nice long chilies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long chili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You we have half it... green, half red. You yeah. use yeah. both green and red. Yes, mm-hmm. we call that. Uh, in Indonesia, cabe keriting, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that um, it's it's a smaller uh, and uh, chilies and uh, has a little wave to it, and uh, it's uh, it's quite um, uh, uh, 
spicy like uh, compared mm. to just regular cayenne pepper is a little bit spicier okay. would you use this to make sambal yes, yes absolutely sambal. Yeah. oh my goodness can we you tell it? people what I, I understand that sambal is very important yeah right maybe yeah. the most important condiment oh goodness well, how, what is it made from it's made from uh, the cayenne pepper this uh, the the this certain type of cayenne pepper and it's really di different way how to make sambal really depend on where we came from in Indonesia but like the way uh, my husband made it usually either he uh, blanch the cayenne pepper tomato onion um, and uh, just grind it in a stone grind that's how traditionally we usually made it but now over here we just put it in food processor <laughs> and put it and uh, uh, shrimp paste usually we have a, we kind of like grill the shrimp paste a little bit and mix it with either shrimp paste or sometime um, uh, what do you call that uh, udang shrimp the, the real shrimp so it's make it a little bit uh, savory and uh, tasty yeah umami right umami taste oh god so good <laughs> high with vitamin c it's kind of like really uh, my saliva is like dripping just talking about this <laughs> i wonder if maybe we could look at some of the plants yeah. together yeah um the Spin uh, red spinach red spinach or red amaranth amaranth species red spinach is a big uh, part of our diet too in indonesia <laughs> we call it a uh, pink soup in indonesia because when we cook it the water become pink and it's good for kids because uh, kids like different color of food mm. so we kind of like hey you want to eat pink soup and uh, we use the red spinach wow and we call this amaranth here or a lot of people call it kalalu if they're ah. from the caribbean right, right because it's right. a leafy amaranth in the spinach family mm -hmm. yeah and did you did you plant it here or did it reseed itself or how um yeah we we plant it here and we reseed itself yeah itself yeah yeah every year uh, yeah coming back keep on coming back yeah the seed is just like uh get to the ground yeah. and just grow yeah. yeah you just let it fall and regrow yes yeah. and it's growing underneath it's growing in the same pot as the um what did you call this again chin chow chin chow uh-huh yeah yeah indeed they 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 like to be friend mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah oh and i see makrut Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, uh, lime. lime leaves. Citrus hystrics. Beautiful. Oh, we use it in every, like a lot of curry, a lot of uh, fish uh, cooking. Yeah, and the smell is really good. Yeah, yeah sometimes we just, we just put it in the room. Yeah, it's, because... It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then you have the uh, buahnya. Itu buat yeah the lime uh, itself buat, yeah buat makanan yeah for ikan. cooking different type of food and fish mm -hmm. it's really good how long have you had this one abi ini tahun berapa ya kapan kita nanamnya um long time like, like, like five tahun? Yeah, yeah. Tahun, five years yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah what size was it when you got it from the seed? Yeah, from oh, the you seed. grow this from the seed? Yes, yeah, from the seed. Wow. Yes. I know, it's a long time. This one, the, uh, not from seed. Okay. Oh, that's from I, I cut. Yeah. cut. 
Oh, that's yeah. a cutting from yeah, the from mother the plant? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I cut it like this. Yeah, this one, we did a lot of cutting yeah, and we give it out to a lot of friends and yes, uh, neighbors. So, yeah, yeah, we did a lot of cutting from this. Oh, I have to try that. We just bought one from the little store next to Hong Vong. Ah. The, the, the um, Vietnamese, that's the tiny expensive. store. It was very expensive, <laughs> so we'll take some cuttings. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Get some cutting. Kinikir, Ulam Raja, King Salad, Cosmos, Caudatus. That's your Kinikir. Uh, we call oh. it Kinikir, Ulam Raja. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's right. Like, we had extras, so I brought them. Or, or you came and got them. Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, my my mom's so excited because uh, the way we ate it is basically we blanch it and we uh, eat it with uh, shred coconut, uh, young coconut. Mm -hmm. um, we, we put sambal on the shredded young coconut and we mix it with the ulam raja or with kanikir. That's how we ate it uh, back home in Indonesia. And for people who don't recognize the name, it's a type of cosmos. Cosmos caudatus is the Latin or the, the, the scientific name. Ah, right. So it's like it's related to the ornamental cosmos, but it has tiny pink flowers and it's grown for its leaf. And we, I found it originally at the Cambodian market right. in FDR Park, which I think right. they call the Southeast Asian market now. Yes, yes. Bless you. And um, I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was something interesting. And right. then you were able, all of you, your whole family, yeah. <laughs> were able to come to the farm a couple of years ago yeah. and identify it for us and tell us how to make it. So thank you very yeah. much. Oh my God, we are so excited when we saw <laughs> it. Lemongrass. Simbapogon. Skoinantus. Oh yeah, uh, lemongrass. So uh, uh, one, we something like fifty. Yeah. This one, and after that, got a fifty, seventy-five each from the, the, in one year. Yes. Wow. No, no, no. For, from one, and then jadi satu bisa jadi banyak gitu. Yeah. So usually we start with one, and then it's grow to become like a fifty stick. Like what do you call this? Oh, fifty of this. Uh, the shoot. Yeah, the shoot, and yeah. Um, yeah I mean. Um, Lemongrass, we use it for drinks, for eatings, um, like uh, in multiple different cookings in our uh, beef. Yeah. Bawahnya udah terkasih nutrisi, udah kasih bubuk apa? Pupuk. He said that he he bought this at the store and then he put a growing powder to mm. make it faster oh, grow. Like a rooting hormone. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That's great. I yeah, we buy things. We you know I buy the um Cancun mm -hmm. at the store mm. and I root it because yeah. it, it just puts roots out in water or Absolutely. soil. Oh, uh, Iya, iya, iya. Tadi kelor bahasa Indonesianya apa? Dan kelor apa? Kelor. Moringa. Oh, moringa. Right. We we call it kelor, right? Moringa. Moringa olivera. Yeah. Yeah. That that's like very popular. Clear soup in Indonesia, like we grow up eating the clear moringa soup. We never knew until a couple years back that moringa, like deemed as a 
multi like a fantastic nutritious mm -hmm. superfood superfood <laughs> right and it's become so commercial yeah. i'm like what we, we grow up with the clear soup of moringa can you tell me more about the soup like which parts of the plant do you use how do you make it the leaves we we use the leaves uh, again uh, we just blanch it and then uh, usually what we do is we cut onion uh, we cut garlic right onion garlic uh, cayenne pepper a tomato salt pepper um, and then um, what just uh, and a, a little bit uh, vegetable vegetable stock mm -hmm. and then just put moringa uh, we boiled it a little bit and then put moringa just for a couple of seconds mm. and then we ate it how much leaf because i find the taste of the leaf to very be very strong yes so how much we are we are so used to it because we grow up just like a lot of american think bitter melon is bitter mm -hmm. for us is a is it is bitter but it's a very pleasant bitter right mm. like we craving it because as a kid we train to eat those kind of food right mm -hmm. so when when people say like oh moringa tastes very strong very empowering right for us like oh really it's just a good taste for us <laughs> because we train to like yeah. a, and it's it's became um something that our palates like accustomed to right mm -hmm. that's why when pe people say like oh bitter melon is so bitter we're like bitter good right instead mm -hmm. of a bitter bad right so yeah yeah banana musa species it's banana mm -hmm. can you tell me about how you've learned how to grow it yeah kalau di indonesia itu gampang mudah tapi di amerika aku pertama tuh beli tak tanam cuma segini terus besoknya karena dingin busuk Jadi harus sih tanamnya ininya dikasih sama temanku tak taruh di dalam banget gitu loh right, right, right. supaya anget. Yeah. So um, banana is everywhere in Indonesia, very easy to grow. But down here we did a lot of trial and error. Multiple time we just leave it outside during the winter time. We kind of like cover it and end up it's dead. So now uh, sometimes we bring it inside the house or we put it really kind of like a deep, deep and then we put a lot of blanket <laughs> during the uh, winter and coming back no success. a little success here mm -hmm. but we still uh, doing yeah. trial and error so these ones stayed in the ground this winter with blankets ini yang winter ini di dalam sini ya ya jadi tahun lalu ditanam terus tak patahin tak kasih blanket tumbuh lagi tapi sukses ini berhasil. So last year uh, yeah. he he grow uh, he put it dig it a little deeper than usual mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, during winter time he put a lot of blanket to it and then now it's growing so he's like yay it's not that like the years before daun daun blanketnya the blanket is basically just like composed from um, uh, this this yeah. So it's not a blanket that we would no, use, no, no, but no, it's no. a blanket of old plants. Yeah, yeah, old plants. I've been Well, I think about how Italians would co cover their figs. You have a big, beautiful fig tree here. Right. And they would literally put blankets blanket. over them. <laughs> but you mean blankets of plants. Blanket of plants, yes, that's what I mean. Now it's uh, one, two, three, four. Oh, they, they spread. Yeah, they spread. How did you start them? Like, where do you, what, what do you do to start growing bananas like where do you get it what does it look well, like ini yang dari hadiah ya yeah, dikasih sama diaspora sama temanku Robert oh, Robert. Linda oh. 
Yeah, uh, this is from our friend. They live a yes. couple of blocks away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Somehow they they successful. Yeah. Oh, because they put it pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, pretty deep. What most of the people and I bring here. It's pretty difficult because they grow it really deep. Oh. And but every year they have a success of keep yeah. on coming back. So he learned from that friend, and uh, this is. Yeah, coming back, so we are very happy. So you went to Robert's house and dug out some of it. Yeah. And planted yeah. it here. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Then you can eat it. Yeah. So you you eat the stem. Yeah. Right. Inside. Uh, the inside. Uh, yeah. Okay, so of course it won't make fruits here, but you eat the yeah, exactly. the, the inside the of stem. the stem. Yeah. Buat buat ini apa buat apa? And the leaves is uh, for a, a fish cooking. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you wrap the fish and yeah. grill it. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> What, uh, what do you put in it when you take the banana leaf and you yeah. what else is in it in the, with the fish? Oh God, we put everything. Sometimes we uh, wrap rice like um, uh, coconut rice or just regular rice. It could be savory, it could be sweet. Mm -hmm. um, banana leaves has a very good uh, chemical uh, to make the food really fragrant. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. I heard it's also make the food much more tastier, which is correct, right? When uh, we put food inside the banana leaves, you open it, it's just like so, uh, make the the aroma yeah, really the very yeah. good, yeah. Do you ever cook with turmeric leaves? Oh yes, tahun ini kita enggak ini ya, turmeric. Oh no, yeah, tahun ini yeah. last year. I have the turmeric, oh, just yeah. one, one, uh -huh. and then making like uh, too much. Yeah, multiple. Yeah, yeah. Daunnya diambil. Yeah, he say that uh, we use uh, the leaves Daunya for cooking. Mostly uh, in Indonesia, we use it for beef or for a fish, um, in the cooking, and um, a lot of uh, curry using is so delicious. So, are you also wrapping, or are you just cutting it fine? Both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, either we wrap or cutting it fine. What's a good turmeric leaf or banana leaf? What size? What? How does it look when you harvest either of them for cooking? Oh, banana leaves, usually we, we like it to be bigger, right? Because we want to wrap everything to it, anything. Uh, but a turmeric leaves the, is... What uh, about daging? Uh, right, right. So yeah. turmeric leaf does uh, like it doesn't matter the size right. mm -hmm. because if it is not big enough, then you cut it. Mm -hmm. If it is big enough, then you wrap it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Nice. Anything else you want to show? Uh, apa lagi, Mbi? Oh, uh, yang bitter melon. Uh, bitter melon, oh. ini. Bitter melon, Momordica charantia. This is bitter melon. I put that. Way. Yeah, this year we put bitter melon very, very late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought you a few. They're from Jamaica, ah. and they're small. Oh, okay, okay. They're small it's like this. Yeah, it's dark green, and it has bumps like like the South Asian. Kind. Right, right. Not smooth. Yeah. So yeah. that's I had extra. I grow them at my house because I love that one. Oh, that's good. Which kind? Which kind is this? Uh, ini yang yang, yang mana? Yang uh, yang Jawa yang banyak. Uh, oh yeah, really bumpy too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yang warnanya warna apa? Tua apa muda? Um, mm, tua. Oh Kalo yeah, salah. really dark green and really bumpy. Mm -hmm. Eh segede gini ya kira-kira yeah, 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 run. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe eight inches. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Oh nice. Lily, Lilium species. Can you tell me about this flower uh, that is that is everywhere? Oh yeah, this is lily. Lily everywhere. This is so funny because our neighbor, uh, the husband, worked for Burpee. 
uh, right? And uh, it, they give us a free lily, right? Uh, and then we start planting it and it just grow like crazy. Yeah, yeah there must be hundreds of them. Right, and we love it. And uh, people from the church, uh, our community yeah, love it. So every time we harvest, yeah. like we already yeah, have yeah. list of church that we're going to deliver the lily for their for their Sunday service. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. So not the masjid, no, local churches? Uh, right, uh, like a local Indonesian church. Oh. Wow. What what denomination are the local Indonesian Christians? Um, uh, we have uh, one Catholic church, we have couple Bethany church, we have couple Mennonite church, mm-hmm. we have Pentecostal church, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, uh, Jehovah Witness church. Wow. So uh, there is like around thirteen Indonesian church in uh, uh, Philadelphia, yeah, 13 church and one masjid. And you're all connected through the Indonesian community? Yes, yeah. right, oh. yeah. Do you ever come together? Yes, yes. yeah, usually when uh, they uh, uh, celebrate like the Christmas, uh, the, uh, all church uh, invited each other and the masjid there. And when we celebrate our Eid, the end of Ramadan, uh, every pastor from the church coming because usually we celebrate it in the park sometime in FDR Park, mm-hmm. right? So we just have an open buffet for everyone. Oh, wow. I should invite you next year. Oh, yeah, let us know. We yeah. would love to come. Yes. That would be beautiful. Persimmon. Diospirus kaki. Terus ini di kesemak. Persimmon. Yeah, persimmon is like a huge in Indonesia. Oh. Is this an Asian type of persimmon? Yeah, yeah. Asian type of persimmon. Yeah. Um, this is, we do not know uh, like uh, we do not know really well on how to grow it. Ah, satu meter dalamnya ni. Oh, oh, he looks happy. He, yeah, he dig it very deep. And uh, because uh, tanahnya itu nggak bagus, semua itu batu-batuan. Right. So yeah, the the soil over here because of like a back then is a high rise building, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the soil quality is not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he compost, put a lot of uh, compost, compost. And uh, we have our like mm-hmm. a we never waste our vegetable. We always turn it uh, yeah. to become compost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we we learn how to grow this it looks very happy but it's getting so big yeah. <laughs> do you get do you get many fruits uh, last year we only get like what two fruits two fruit. last year, because w- last year it start learning how to fruits mm-hmm. lots of flowers and we like oh we got so excited but we end up get two beautiful fruits <laughs> out of it <laughs> was so, that the first year with fruits yeah last year was the first oh, year yeah. with fruits so, so yeah maybe you get four <laughs> this year yeah, hopefully <laughs> like more. that's a hundred percent return right yeah. from uh, yeah. yeah were they how'd they taste oh delicious oh, yeah. Oh my Perishet god, it's Kale. Brassica oleracea. This is kale. Kale. It's a curly kale. A curly kale. Mm-hmm. This is uh, organic. You don't have... Apa, gak ada binatang. Tiap hari tak perhatiin. Every... In the morning, I check everything. The, have the insect or no. Oh, you, for like slugs or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. Morning, afternoon, night, something. I check it with the battery. Yeah, oh, wow. it, 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 
That's life. Wow, it. that's a lot of attention. Uh, yeah, sometimes like I wake up 2 a.m. in the morning. He's not at the bed, so I just uh, peek on the window and he's here. <laughs> looking for, for slugs? <laughs> looking yeah. for the slug. <laughs> what, now, is kale uh, something you're familiar with from Indonesia? No, no. we grow it here because yeah. we usually eat cassava leaves cassava. for our curry, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or for uh, other meal. Uh, cassava leaf is not easy to grow. Uh, we, we got the stick and then we grow the, the year and then we don't produce a lot. And um, we start learning that uh, this um, kale as a substitute of cassava leaves. So, wow. yeah, so we, we make the soup, we make the curry, mixing whatever that back home we ate with cassava leaves. We Now we have it with kale because it's so, e so much easier to grow. That's really cool that you found a substitution that does really well here. Yeah, yeah. Are there other plants that you've found here to replace an Indonesian plant? Ah, apalagi mbi selain uh, ini yang tadinya kita nggak kenal di Indonesia yang kita jadi Beet. apa? Beet. Beets. Uh -huh. Beet. Beetroot. Beta vulgaris. Tapi di Indonesia kita makan beet juga. Oh, Abi nggak umi makan. For him, he, this is his personal because I grow up eating a lot of beets. For him, uh, where he from, they don't eat a lot of beets. Mm -hmm. And then came to United States, he started seeing this beautiful purpley and it's like, oh, beets. And then I tell him that like, oh, I really like beets. I grow up with beets. And it's like, oh, that's neat because I do not know a lot about beets back home in Indonesia. But when I came to United States, now I eat beets and grow beets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw in the book, the children's book, harvesting the beets. Yeah. What a proud ch child holding up those oh, big yeah, red red yeah. roots. Yeah. Grape. Beetis vinifera. Yeah, and also we learn here about um, grapes, right? Mm -hmm. oh, we grow uh, a lot of the leaves because people coming in to grab the leaves and make, uh, what do you call that? Oh, dolma. Yeah, the yeah. Wrapping the rice. The wrapping the rice mm -hmm. thing, yeah. So we're going to have a couple of friends coming in just harvesting the leaves. Ah. Yeah, usually we already cut it because we want to have a, 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 what do you call that? The pods start growing, so we want to have the a fruits. Uh, yeah, bigger fruits. Oh no, the, uh, what do you call it? Oh, oh yeah, the spotted lantern yeah, fly babies. That, They're yeah. all over them. Yeah. This is one of their favorite foods. Oh, we need to, oh, I need to start making the the what you call that the spray. Kind of spray for them. yeah yeah what do you use i use usually like the um soap and the cayenne pepper and that's spray what we would that. use too yeah yeah some kind of oh my god it's so yeah they're 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 they love grapes grapes is one of their favorite foods oh my god. so you might find them only here and and not on the rest of your garden they like trees is that too better way? <laughs> Maybe you can trap them here, but spray them while they're here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know people also use grape leaves in making pickles, like yeah. cucumber pickles and yeah, other vegetable I pickles. That. Yeah, I guess Is it, it makes, the same them, way? makes them crispier. Oh. Yeah. Wait, but not as a main ingredient. No. As just uh, you just put one leaf in. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah. that's another great use right but that sounds good to make the wraps with them exactly mm -hmm. so like yeah once my our friends coming in we're just going to cut a lot of it mm -hmm. and yeah <laughs> where are your friends from um they some of them from here some of them from maryland mm, but they're yeah. indonesian also they, they are indonesian oh, okay so that's a, but they that's husband, the food that they eat no no no, no. Okay. their husband is from middle eastern oh okay yeah. right. so that's very middle yeah, eastern mediterranean yeah, exactly. yeah okay so usually they have either a middle eastern husband or they they used to work with the, at the middle eastern restaurant so they know how to make it okay so they harvest this and then they end up giving us a plate of a uh, mm -hmm. uh, made food which is we grateful <laughs> That's great. And also, I mean, like I said, I see the fig, which is very Mediterranean yeah. or Middle Eastern. Honey fig. Ficus carica. How long has this been here? Berapa tahun, B? Kalau nggak salah, mungkin empat tahun ya. Four years. Four years? Yeah. yeah. Wow, and it's big. Honey, honey, honey apa? Ya, honey. Pig yang, honey fig, ya. He call it honey fig. Oh, uh, it's not the purple one. It's the uh, it's uh, w when it's get bigger. It's honey colored. Yeah, honey colored, kind of like yellowish. Uh, wow. mm -hmm. Has it made fruit? Yes. Yeah, oh my god, plenty. And this is incredible. I'm just noticing that you've made a table yeah, yeah. out of the <laughs> fig tree. Like there's a because too much, and then I cut and so you like pruned off. You pruned off some of the big branches and then made this platform yeah. attached to it that you can sit at like with a cutting board. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do at this table? Uh, he has uh, eating breakfast. breakfast and then, uh, Drinking coffee, like, just coffee, relaxing. I'm tired and then I sit down, drink something. <laughs> That's amazing. I would like to, when I get my phone, I want to take a picture. Yeah, take a picture. Because I've never picture. seen anything like that. Yeah. To just sit right under the fig tree at a table that's supported by the fig tree. This is a pencil. Oh, there's a pencil holder. Oh, so you sit and write. There's a pencil holder made out of the fig trunk, <laughs> cut up with a hole in it. Have you heard people also uh, make tea out of fig uh, leaves? Oh, no, I haven't heard of a tea from the fig leaf. Yeah. Have you tried it? Um, We did, but I, don't, I, I do not really know. I need to do more research. Yeah, they dry it out. And then they made tea out of it. And then, and then the drink. Yeah. The tea. Yeah. I already tried it. Very good. Purple long bean. Vigna unguiculata. Oh, the one other plant I wanted to ask about was the long bean. Oh, yeah. Do you have the um the pod? Yeah, the pod is at the table. Uh, this one, uh, bean. Like red, red bean. Red bean. Yes. So this is a dried long bean. Did, I'm, if I remember correctly, you call it a long purple peanut. Yes, what, yes. What is the name? Um, kacang panjang ungu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you translated correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is purple when it's eaten. Yes. But it probably doesn't stay purple when you cook it. Right, yeah. So when we cook it, it's a turn to become green, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really fun to involve the kids because uh, they harvest it and they love the color. Oh my God, it's purple. We could compare it between the purple and the green, right? And then they cut it 
and they cook it it turned to become green so it's really visual for the kids mm -hmm. and uh, that's how we involve the kids to mm -hmm. our day-to-day -day, right. uh, farm to table kind of situation mm -hmm. right like the green jelly yes. the pink soup yes. the purple long beans yes, <laughs> it's yes, beautiful yes. See, it's a multiple very colorful very delicious mm -hmm. right yeah for people who are not familiar what makes a long bean different than what we call green beans here right the taste um for us is a uh, it's so much what you call it hearty mm. yeah i don't know how to describe it because um it just really have a the crunchiness it's a different type of crunchiness mm -hmm. yeah for us it's so delicious <laughs> and you shared a pod with us a couple years ago and i was telling Sharif mm -hmm. that we planted 40 feet of it last year oh, and this wow. year we're planting 80 feet of it no way yeah That's so we're so we're increasing it increasing it so we can share it um, so through beautiful. the seed catalog ah. so and if you ever need some back we have lots of it <laughs> thank yes, you yes. for sharing it with yeah, us yeah. but yeah you were talking about you know involving the kids and I think that's so beautiful about what you all are doing yeah to the point where you even call your project Heikel Garden yeah, and that's the name of one of that's your children that's the name of uh, uh, yeah our second uh, son we have three boys mm -hmm. one is 27 years old which is turned 27 this year and then uh, uh, we have Heikel he's 13 this year and we have Putra which is 11 this year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to read this one thing which says in the beginning of your book mm -hmm. for all the father farmers who help little things grow yeah and when I read this book to my son, you know, that means a lot to me Aww. to just start it out and tell him that, you know, read that section to him because we spend so much time with Brian yeah. in our household garden on yeah. both of our farms and for him to see another family that is, that to whom it's so important to do the same things oh that we're doing God. is just really special. I would special. love to meet him. I, I met him, right? Before? I, I, I can't remember uh -huh. if you've met him yet. I know I met Oh, a we, we need to hang out. Yeah. We, we need to cook together. That would be wonderful. Yes, yes. That would be wonderful. But, but you know, again, you know, when you gave me this book last fall at the mural right. um, unveiling yes. at, at Hardina, uh, I brought it home and read it to him, and then I read it again to him last night. Right. And just, you know, these are all the things we do together, you oh. know, from building beds to filling it with soil to, you know, watering and planting and and harvesting. And it's a very simple book, but it's a very beautiful depiction of what a family who's dedicated to the earth and growing things right. does day to day. So I just yeah. want to thank you for providing something like this Aww. for families like ours. Yeah, it, it is. It is meant a lot for us. Uh, we also thank our friend Cynthia Krylik. She is the founder of uh, Morning Circle Media, which is she's local. She is uh, at your area. Right. So, uh, Originally, uh, she just saw our uh, picture. We post a lot of picture at Facebook, and she's like, "I would love to work with you to do kids' book about gardening." Mm -hmm. And we embarked to this uh, beautiful projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess I want to ask about this, dedicating it to father farmers. I, I kind of want to know, you know, what what does this have to do with fatherhood? You know, what is it that you're hoping that your children take from this? this is a question Chris asked me to ask you mm. it's like imagining your children as 
elders mm. in the future. Mm. What are your hopes for them, and how are you using the garden to help them get there? Yeah, uh, saya berharap kita tuh harus bisa memberikan uh, apa uh, generasi ke depan supaya tidak apa habis pertanian karena mm. manusia itu kan orang makan tuh kan dari pertanian kita mm. harus banyak terima kasih petani karena petani itu kan kerjanya sangat panas berat mm. gitu loh da- orang bisa makan karena petani mm. jadi kita dari kecil kita harus ajarkan mm. supaya respect kalau right. itu menghargai right. petani gitu yeah. so uh, he say that like I want uh, to educate and uh, make the kids recognize how important farmers are uh, every day we ate Every day uh, we have food uh, to our body and because of who? Because of farmers and uh, a lot of generation do not recognize that and it is really important to love and respect your farmers because that's where our food come from. Mm-hmm. Thank you and in terms of Indonesian culture what do you hope to pass on to your kids and their kids? Oh my god uh, and uh, Oh gosh, it, it is it is really uh, generational, right? Um, like um, it, we live now in a different countries, but yet our DNA, our soul, it's still somehow uh, back there. So it, it is really like uh, negotiating between what is home, right? And um, Uh, we want our kids also to feel that like you you have a multiple different home you could exist here you could exist in indonesia you have the roots there but yet also you have the roots here we we want them to become like a really truly global citizens that understand the richness of the cultures and uh, there is so much conversation so much things that we want to Ah, we 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 want our kids to recognize to to understand and somehow we it, it's not translate to languages it's translate to things that we touch together that we smell together that we cook and we eat together mm. and i wonder how it feels i i think the mural shows you and haikal yes uh in a corner of this very rich cultural experience depicted on on the mural mm-hmm. and so i wonder if seeing himself and your other kids seeing your family depicted alongside of you know dance and and dress and i can't remember everything that's yes, on the mural yeah. maybe we could pull up a quick picture right. but like how did it feel for your son to see himself up there Oh, it, it's such a beautiful feeling, right? Uh, because when the artists coming in, they have a community meeting, and they want to see what is uh, the richness and the um, the relationship between the city and the community itself. Uh, and we present the artist with the book, mm-hmm. right? And uh, she just instantly fall in love, and she just uh, uh, wanna include the book in the mural, and uh, for someone like Heiko have that representation is huge because it, it show that like hey my dad even though look at the our garden is tiny right but it show that it's it's a really part of the community part of our footprint here in the United States so my, my office calling me okay I think I really get it okay thank you so much well Well, thank you so much for meeting with me today.
yes. um, for sharing your stories, sharing yes. the stories about the plants, about your family, about your culture. Uh, I'm so grateful to be able to share that with all of our listeners. Okay, uh, me, so thank you so much, uh, Mr. Owen, <laughs> for your coming, for looking at my garden, and then very, very appreciate for me. I hope you everything good and then I happy you happy everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, absolutely. Thank absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next, our son Brian wanted to ask some questions of Haikal, so we sent a recording and he sent one back. Hello, my name is Brian. I would like to ask you some questions. And um, these are the three questions. Um, or I might add one more. Or two more. Let's see. My first question is, what type of plant that you rub and then you smell it and it smells good? These are the, these are the six plants that I know that smell good. And I know, and I know a lot, but I can't say all of them. So mint, lavender. Well, lavender is my favorite favorite plant. Um, let's see, mint, lavender, sage, uh, anise hyssop, uh, hyssop, uh, mint. You want to know where mint comes from? Peppermints come from mint. That's all they come from. And a little sugar. And then, I want to know, what type of berry do you use the most? This type of year, we will lose a, we will use a lot of June berries. Right, Dad? That's right. Because June berries only come about out on June, so that's why they're called June berries. Do you remember what fruit we we picked a lot of when we went down to your grandparents' house in Mississippi? Uh, a berry. A big old fruit that was big and orange from a tree. A persimmon. Yeah. And I know that y'all have that at your house too. Mm-hmm. Do you have a final question for them? The final question is. What type of green do you use? Well, how about this? Can you tell them what greens we ate last night that we eat because your your people are from Mississippi? It was called mustard green. Like mustard, mustard is actually made out of greens. (laughs) Oh, you mean mustard on a hot dog? (laughs) Yes, sir. It's made from the seeds of that plant yeah but how do they make it into a yellowish thing from the seeds the seeds are yellow oh i never knew and some of the seeds are black how many more questions i think that's good that's a lot of questions i'm gonna ask you six more questions how about one more (laughs) and then say say goodbye for now (laughs) those are six okay i want to know what type of tomato do you use can I ask them a question? Okay, yes, sir. I would like to know from the kids, uh, because we really love reading your book, Haikal's Garden, and learning that you get to garden with your parents. 
I'd like to know what is your favorite thing that you grow that is from Indonesia. Ooh, nice one, Dad. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. We're looking forward to hearing your answers. And we're looking forward to seeing you. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is Heiko. Thank you for reading my book, Brian. I'm glad you like it. For the first question that you asked, what type of plant that I like to smell? My favorite plant that I like to smell is mint. For the second question that you asked, what type of berry I like? My favorite is strawberry because they taste good. Uh, for the third answer that you that you asked is what type of green that I like is kangkung, basher sprout, and chincha. The fourth question is what type of tomato that I like? I like cherry tomato. And the last question your dad asked is what plant that I like to grow here in Indonesia is cayenne pepper, which means cabe kriting in Indonesia. Thank you. Thank you so much to Hani, Sharif, and Haikal for sharing their stories with us. And thank you for listening and for sharing this episode of Seeds and Their People with your loved ones. Please share this episode with someone you love and subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast app. And thank you also for helping our seed keeping and storytelling work by leaving us a review and ordering seeds, t-shirts, and more from our website, trueloveseeds.com. And again, please join our Patreon, patreon.com slash trueloveseeds. Your support keeps these episodes coming. And remember... Keeping seeds is an act of true love for our ancestors and our collective future.